We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's December 29th, it is 2023. We have an eight-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, we have technically 10 games, but both slates or both sites doing an eight-game slate, so we're breaking down the eight-gamer here. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Glad to come on, hang out with you. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, chop it up and let's uh, let's just let's just have a good time tonight, man. Let's provide the people with hopefully some winning strategies, winning plays, and uh, enjoy our night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Richie in chat says Joe Flack out here playing like Bernie um, Kozer. <laughs> Him and Bernie might be the same age. <laughs> I mean, Joe Flacco is just he. <laughs> I, I I mentioned it and we have um company Slack and I was like in our S it scores and odds I was like should we have bet like Flacco comeback player of the year? <laughs> I mean, he how many games do you have to play to be the comeback player of the year? I mean the do person you, like 
like so the person leading it right now is Demar Hamlin Hamlin um from the Bills. He's leading it. He's like he's minus one seventy five. Flacco last week was plus four hundred. Um how how look, hear me up, Stevie. I understand Demar Hamlin's like rough road to kind of like oh, yeah. coming in. And you know, Flacco wasn't necessarily out of the league, but he it, it sure felt like he was close to retirement, Stevie. And then now people are like Flacco for MVP. Now that's a stretch, but my point is I nobody's played has played better than Flacco for the past what month? I mean four straight games in a row. Well, this would be five where he's just looked good. If if he had Stevie, I think if he had 10 games, he'd win it easily. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the favorite to win after this game. If they beat the Jets on Thursday night football, I think he's the favorite to win. Um, I think he'll move ahead of um Hamlin. So I, I wish dude, I was I was so after last week's game, I was so tempted to jump on it at plus four hundred and I'm like kicking myself, but um anyway. All right, let's talk some hoops. We got hoops going on right now. Um, I'm I'm over here sitting tilting. We have tilting Andre Drummond, um, just not even showing up tonight. But let's uh let's talk some basketball. Eight games. We get started here with Brooklyn at Washington. Two forty total. Brooklyn a six point favorite. Um, Simons and Walker remain out on the Washington side. Gallinari is questionable, so we'll kind of monitor that and see. Um, if he ends up sitting or not, he's not like, I don't think it matters too much for what it's worth. He's not like playing big minutes, but um, let's go Brooklyn first here. You know, we talk about how great of a matchup it is for Washington. You know, they ruled a ton of guys out the other night and everyone's healthy and good to go. It was just a rest situation. What do you like here for Brooklyn? Uh, It feels like everybody's back. So great matchup for them. Once again, Steve, I don't think we can stress that enough. But once again, I'm going to do the same thing, Stevie. Now, I will say this. We're probably getting close, Stevie, to where we can play two of these Brooklyn guys and, and, and uh, against against Washington. So Dinwiddie, Thomas, Dinwiddie, uh, Bridges, Thomas, Bridges. Like, we're close to two because of the pricing. I do still think the right, the right strategy is play one of these guys. Nick Claxton, 7K. I, I mean, look, I understand, like, Washington has it's been dreadful inside. I still don't think he, he should be 7K. Uh, so, but I, I think, so in this case, you put all, all four of them in. You say, I just want to play one out of the four. One of them probably is going to have an upside game. Maybe two, but I think if you get each one individually, I think that's the optimal strategy until we start seeing upside from, from multiple guys in the same game. Yeah, I mean, their usage is just so spread out um cam thomas he got the old hey he's gonna be active but he really is not gonna play a ton the other night on the back-to-back in milwaukee and you know kind of stunk i know a lot of people were heavy on him i think looking at brooklyn for me it's probably bridges or claxton like those would be my two favorite plays here problem is with like claxton like when sharp's playing well they'll give him a a few extra minutes but i mean they didn't even give him extra run against milwaukee the other night it was kind of that he tilted me more than thomas tilted me uh the other night on the washington side i mean jordan Poole is still shooting 
and he's scoring. He's just not really doing anything else. Kyle Kuzma's 8K. I don't, I just, this Washington team's just so hard to play anybody from. Um, I'll keep saying the same thing I've been saying. I think if you're playing anybody here from Washington, it's Gafford. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a, a bad strategy. He's the one guy, Stevie, that they seem to um, not be pricing up in a dramatic fashion. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's 6K on this slate against Brooklyn. You know, we've seen him in the the, the mid-6K range, and, and you know, but but generally speaking, he's just not being priced up, so I'm with you 100%. Um, I'm just – I still don't want to play pool. Kuzma's 8K now. Price is coming down. I do like it. I do like that. I don't mind that. Um, but I'm with you. I think Gafford is, is is the main piece here. All right, moving on. We got New York facing my Magic. This game has a 226.5 total. Orlando is a 1.5-point favorite. Mitch Rob and Sims remain out for New York. Fultz and Ingles remain out for Orlando. Harris and Isaac both questionable on the Orlando side as well. Start here with the Knicks. Tough matchup. Magic play slow. They play good defense. Um, these guys are kind of priced up. Jalen Brunson's been playing really well. Any interest here in the Knicks? Stevie, I'm just kind of not interested in this game. Uh, and, and I know we're talking about the Knicks, but I'm with, I feel like both of these teams are similar. Now, I do think Julius Randle is cheap enough to where if you wanted to play him, like I wouldn't argue with you. He's 8,600. He's a guy that can get you mid-40s to 50, like, I wouldn't fight you on it. But I just think this is probably, you know, one of the mm, – let's call it one of the toughest game environments of the night, Stevie, where both teams are uh, really, really good at, or, or really high on the food chain in terms of defensive efficiency. Neither team's playing at an incredible pace. I think I'm kind of out on the nits. And if they burn me, I just wipe my hands and say, hey, they got me today. It's kind of how I feel. Um, I mean, Hartenstein is someone that like his minutes are there. And I, I mean, he can, he can like get into a double double type situation and score like 30, 35 fantasy points, 40 fantasy points. So like, I don't hate playing Hartenstein, but that's about it for me. I don't have a ton of interest in the Knicks. And honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in the magic. You know, this isn't the greatest matchup for them either. Um, Paulo, Benchero, like he has upside. He's been super consistent. Um, it's just, He's not with Franz Wagner playing well and Banchero playing well. Um, and, and then like them getting Suggs back healthy, them getting Wendell Carter Jr. back healthy. I, just nothing really jumping off the page to me here for the Magic. Yeah, uh, same here. I'm with you 100%. At some point, you got to think Wendell Carter Jr. is going to be playing more minutes, Stevie. Like at some point, he's got to start creeping up 25, 28, 30. Uh, I wish we could get ahead of it and, you know, maybe give us one game at 25, tease us a little bit, and they keep his price low, and then we know, okay, it's probably time to, to pounce. Maybe he's on a ramp up. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, everybody's pretty much, you know, priced appropriately. Franz at 77, Paolo at 83. I think, I think that's the right price. These are the right prices uh, for this matchup. All right, moving along. We got Toronto at Boston. No total in this game. Boston on the second end of a back-to-back. They just had an overtime game going up against uh, Detroit. Detroit was beating them by 19 and a half and lost. Hey, but, Will, Detroit plus 17 on the podcast last night. If anyone jumped on that, um, that hit. So that was nice. Yeah, but... plus 17. That was a great, great strategy. 
Oh, yeah. I, I thought one, if not both, of Jalen Brown and um, Tatum would sit, so I jumped on plus 17 last night. But um, back-to-back for Boston. Brown sat Thursday. I assume that he would be back here um, in this game. Do they sit Tatum on the second end of a back-to-back after an overtime game with the ankle? We'll see. Uh, nobody on the injury report for Toronto. What do you like here for the Raptors? Um. This is an interesting spot for them. I do want to see if someone sits Stevie. In my mind, uh, I do feel like Horford would possibly sit here. Possibly. I'm not saying he will. Or, he he usually sits it back-to-back. But, you know, so he's probably going to be out. Um, I, I think we, we saw that Scotty Barnes, his price came down, Stevie, because of his matchup with Boston and some of the higher-paced matchups. He was, you know, in that 9K. He's been in the 9K range. Uh, and now we've got him uh, at eighty nine hundred price. Comes out. I don't. I don't hate Scotty in this spot just because of what what he's able to do. Um, they did something interesting the other night. Gary Tritt got the start. Stevie. The problem was he didn't get thirty minutes. He, he got twenty six. Now and, and look, that game was out of control. They um, they were beating Washington pretty handedly. So I'm not sure where he would end up if if the game was tight. But I don't. I don't think it's bad to just take a shot on him at forty two hundred, um, considering if he gets to start again, it could yield some good results. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Toronto. Um, tough matchup, even with Boston being on the second end of a back to back, and Barnes and Siakam are the guys that I like to play from this team, and they're just expensive. So, not a ton of interest in Toronto, and. Depending on like who's in, who's out for Boston, unless they start rolling some people out, I don't have a ton of interest in Boston. If Tatum sits, ton of interest in Jalen Brown. If Horford sits, I think we see a smaller lineup with Porzingis playing the five, um, seeing like Derek White, Drew Holiday, maybe get an extra run. But they're priced up, and this matchup's not great. So just nothing like jumping off the page to me, screaming value in this spot, unless Tatum sits. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Let's talk about a basketball game, Will. We got Sacramento at Atlanta, 251 total. Kings a one-point favorite. Kings are good to go. Hunter's out for Atlanta. Now, here here we go. Now now we're talking. Um, Fast-paced game, little defense. Let's let's talk Sacramento first. What do we like here for the Kings? Well, Stevie, we got Fox at 9,400. Oh, buddy, this feels like a big spot for Fox. So bonus is 9,700. Both of these big stars under 10K. Stevie, I like both of these guys. I think this is a really good spot for them. Um, You've got Malik Monk, who's almost my favorite bench player to play. He's 5,700. Like if we could get him, you know, playing some nice minutes, I think that would be good. Uh, We've got uh, Barnes here at 4,800. Stevie, I'm willing to play all of these guys that are playing big minutes. Now I know Barnes, his fantasy production isn't high every game, but in this spot, he could pop for 20, 25 to 30 fantasy points. Uh, but these main pieces in Sabonis and uh, and De'Aaron Fox, I, just, I think these are prime time uh, spots for them. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Trey Lyles. He's 3,800. Like, sometimes he plays 25 minutes. Sometimes he plays 10 minutes. I don't think we have to get involved there. But, uh, but Monk, Fox, Barnes, Sabonis, and Murray. I, I think those guys are big time consideration here. I think Sabonis crushes in this game. Like he's yeah. one of my favorite, if not my favorite, play on the entire slate. 
I, I think Sabonis, this is a spot Sabonis just goes bonkers. Um, and I like Fox, too. I just like Sabonis a little bit more. But I think they're both very playable. Uh, I think Murray's playable even at 6,500 for this Atlanta matchup. His minutes have been fantastic. So I'm not sleeping on anybody here from the Kings, but those would be my three favorite plays uh, from this team. And then on the Atlanta side of things, I mean, this might be like pay up for two studs and find value in other games because I think this is a phenomenal spot for Trey Young. Um, you know, we can get into talking about some of these like wings, especially against Sacramento. Um, Jalen Johnson returned and played 29 minutes. I really like his price at 6,300. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hawks? Yeah, love the Hawks too. Love the fact the Hawks are at home. Um, Stevie DeJounte Murray under 8K. I, I don't hate it in, in this type of game. Now, listen, this is Trey's team, and we understand that. But uh, definitely think this is a spot he could get rolling here. We've got uh, Bogdanovich, Stevie. I don't like Bogdanovich as much. Um, I wish he was in the 5K range. But I mean, if you're rolling it out in terms of a game stack, I don't, I don't hate it. Obviously, we know that uh, you know Sadiq Bay still playing big minutes. Maybe Capella, maybe. But I think the big one here is Trey Young is the absolute uh, big spend you want to get in from that team if you decide to play play the Hawks. He's the first man in, in my opinion. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. We got Milwaukee at Cleveland, 239 total in this game. Uh, Milwaukee five-point favorite. Crowder out. Garland out. Mo Mobley out. And then Merrill and Mitchell questionable here for Cleveland. We'll start here with the Milwaukee side. I mean, tough matchup pace-wise, but going to be a high-scoring game. You know, this is the type of games that I love to get Giannis in. You know, close, competitive, hard defensive games. I don't want to sleep on Bobby Portis Jr. here. Like, he's been playing fantastic. Um, what do you like for Milwaukee? Yeah, man. Uh, Lillard, 8,800, Stevie. You know, price has come down uh, since we haven't seen him, you know, kind of have these explosions again. Like, the points have been there some of these games. Like, last game against Brooklyn only played – a little bit, obviously, that was a blowout. He didn't have to do it. But 8,800, I like Lillard. Maybe the sites are listening to us, Steve, and starting to loosen up on the pricing a little bit. Uh, and if so, thank you guys so much. You talked about Giannis, 11K. Uh, don't hate that at all. That's a you know really nice price for him uh, in this type of game, like you said, where it should be competitive. You mentioned Bobby Portis. I don't hate 
uh, Lopez either. Like, this is a guy that, you know, given the right situation, he can hit 30 to 35 fantasy points. I think you get a sprinkle of him in as well. Chris Middleton is probably my odd man out. Uh, I know that, you know, he's he popped against Brooklyn. And, you know, we, we have seen the minutes come up. Uh, I, I think I'll take a wait and see one more time with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't trust Middleton. Like he's a guy, especially at sixty seven hundred. Like, did he just have a really good game against Brooklyn the other night? Like ten assists, twenty seven actual points. He shot really. He shot sixty one percent from the field in that game. Um, his highest total of the season. So, I hope Middleton gets some ownership. Um, that's what I'm hoping here. And then, on the Cleveland side of things, like Mitchell. Being in or out matters a lot, but Jared Allen, man, we talked about him on the podcast the other night against Dallas. This is like back-to-back huge games. He's really kind of accepted the the role here with these guys out. I mean, he's 7,900 now, but we forget just like Milwaukee's not a great defensive team. So, I mean, if Mitchell sits, I like Craig Porter Jr. a lot as well. Levert, is probably still too cheap if Mitchell sits. What are your thoughts here on Cleveland? Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, I, I don't hate the Levert call. Um, gosh, man, Jared Allen, he just <laughs> just really wrecked things for me the other night. I was on his under PRA just because in the matchup, I just assumed they would be have a lack of competitiveness. And boy, did they uh, prove me wrong against, against Dallas. Um, also, in this particular spot, Isaac Okoro, he's, he's kind of sneaky. Um, you know, this is a guy that, I mean, he's playing big minutes, Stevie. And, you know, if they're in a spot with Milwaukee getting up and down, you know, he could kind of get rolling here. So I don't, I don't hate him. But that that's the contingency is, you know, Mitchell's got to be out. If Mitchell plays, then, you know, we kind of can't play hardly any of these guys uh, as a result. Yeah, I think if Mitchell – plays the only person i would have interest in outside of mitchell i think mitchell would be playable here against dame i think allen would be the other guy that i'd be looking at um in this game for cleveland if uh, if mitchell ends up playing a lot of value if mitchell sits though all right we got philadelphia at houston 217 and a half total here um philadelphia half point favorite batum and Embiid remain out brooks and jabari smith out with easton questionable on the houston side We'll go to Philly here first. Um, tough matchup. Houston's a good defensive team. Anything jumping off the page to you here for the 76ers? Uh, I mean, well, Stevie, we already know that, uh, you know, Embiid is out, as you mentioned. I think, you know, I'm going right back here. I know it's a tough team, but Maxi at 9K, he's got upside, Stevie, so I don't want to ignore that. I don't, I don't hate the price on him. You know, we've got Ubre. Uh, you know, playing nice minutes at 5,800. I don't, I don't hate that either. Um, you know, Tobias Harris, 6,800. We saw him pop for one of these games. I don't hate that. Like, I just think, I think all of these guys are just okay. And I, I'm willing to roll the dice on them with no MB, even against Houston. Uh, we saw Paul Reed pop if, you know, perhaps they give him 30 minutes again and uh, I'd be, be ready to go. Yeah, he got in foul trouble in the Miami game, stayed out of foul trouble against my Magic the other night and had a really good game. So I was hoping they started Mo Bamba in that game. When they didn't start him, I was kind of sad because I wanted to play Mo Bamba last game. Um, On the Philly side, for me, 
It's Melton and Tobias. I, I like Maxi. I just don't want to pay 9K for him against Houston. Um, really tough matchup, especially with him beat off the floor. I'm looking at Tobias and Melton here for a little bit of a discount. Yeah. On the Houston side, now we're like no Dylan Brooks, who is a guy that plays 28 plus minutes a night. No Jabari Smith Jr., who typically plays like 28 plus minutes a night. It's hard not to have interest in Van Vliet and Sangun, Sangun in this spot. Um, I think Jalen Green potentially gets some extra extra run. If Eason plays, he has some extra run in this game. I just don't see how they get around not playing these guys' minutes. Um, I don't really trust any of the cheap plays here, Whitmore and, and Tate. I want to pay up for the Houston players, even in this tough matchup. Yeah, love Van Vliet at 7,900. I think he's probably one of the best plays on the board today, Stevie. I do think Holiday will get some minutes at 4,600. Um, I don't mind Green. Uh, I don't mind uh, – Tari Eason might actually be the upside play here, Stevie, if he gets 30 minutes. Like, he might be the legitimate upside play. And then you talked about saying going to 8,400. We just – I mean, I think you'll have to play him as well. Um if this was last year, I think we would have considered playing Jay Sean Tate, but it's still a lot of mouths to feed. Like Van Vliet, Green, and Singuna are still going to soak up a lot of a lot of stuff here. So I don't I don't think we need to reach for Jay Sean Tate, but I def I def, I think Tari Eason Stevie is the upside tournament play on this team for the price. Um, and I think if I had to rank them for myself in tournaments, it's Eason, it's Van Vliet because of the price at seventy nine hundred, and the Singuna behind him at eighty four. And then Gordon on the uh, not not Gordon, excuse me, Holiday on the cheap end at forty six. Yeah, I mean Aaron Holiday should play decent minutes here with these guys out. Don't hate that call. All right, Thunder at Denver two thirty one and a half total here. Denver a three point favorite. They're on a back to back, but they're winning by like forty points right now. Um, all joking, I think they're actually winning by thirty, but I don't expect any of these guys uh, to sit. In <laughs> this back-to-back let's go thunder here first and we do we do know that like aaron gordon is likely out for this game um on the denver side after getting attacked by a dog on christmas we'll go thunder here what do we like for okc man look uh denver's going back-to-back but at home i mean i feel like for, for okc stevie it's it's sga and then it, it's his world, and they're just living in it. Now, I know Josh Giddy's minutes are starting to kind of pick up here a little bit. And, and so maybe if you want to sprinkle him in, maybe. Um, but off this team, it, it's it's mainly just just SGA for me, man. Jalen Williams, we know he's going to get minutes. Like he can pop. But SGA is the guy. This team's going to Denver. It's going to be a tough game for them. Yeah, tough game, um, but SGA is always someone, even in tough matchups, that can perform well. I don't know if he makes my builds today at 10-6, just because it is a really solid eight-game slate with a lot of great plays to pay up for. I don't mind Holmgren, um, but I, I really think like my favorite play here is going to be Jalen Williams. On the Denver side, we talked about it on yesterday's podcast on whether it be Braun or Watson, whoever started for Gordon would be in play. I'm doing the same thing. I, I, Watson's having a really solid game um, on Thursday night. So whoever draws the start, Watson or um, Braun, I would have interest in in this spot. What are your thoughts on Denver? Uh, you know, 
it should be a competitive game, Stevie. And, you know, we're getting Jokic down to 11-2 now. Now, I know since this team has been more healthy, it's impacted him. Like, Jamal Murray being around has impacted him. But, Stevie, 11-2 should be a competitive game all around. He could absolutely flash some upside here. So, I like him a ton. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., if you didn't know this, he was 6,100 in the slate before. He's 7,200 now uh, because of the, the Gordon situation. I, I still don't hate it. I think you can roll the dice on him. Um, and then Jamal Murray at 7,800. I don't hate it for him either as long as he's going to get the minutes. And, Stevie, look, don't look now. We've been talking about you need to start You need to start playing him at that 7,200 range, 41, 57, 50, 43. Stevie's 40-plus last four games. And that's mainly because the minutes have picked up. We're starting to see him play lower 30s minutes, 33, 34 minutes. If he's going to do that, Stevie, the production is going to be there. So really like him as well. Uh, yeah, for me on the Denver side, Jokic always in play. Jamal Murray, does. Like my question is, does he potentially sit here on the second end of a back-to-back after coming back from injury? So we'll see if that happens. Um, he has played a back-to-back since coming back, so – they're kind of crushing too, so I don't think he'll get much fourth quarter or second half minute run anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I really like Watson or Braun, cheap end. Um, and then like you said, Jokic and Jamal Murray always in play. All right, we finished the night out with Charlotte and Phoenix, 232 and a half total here. Phoenix is a 15 point favorite against your Hornets here, with the Hornets being on the second end of a back to back. Uh, we know that Gordon Hayward is going to miss at least two weeks. Um, so we know he'll be out for this game. And then on the Phoenix side, Beal's questionable. Okaji's questionable. Lee is out. Um, we should mention that Mark Williams is not expected to play in this game either. Um, so let's go Charlotte first. <laughs> Man, no Hayward now. Like... If there was ever a time to to take some shots on Bryce McGowan's, I think this is the time. Oh man, Stevie, I don't I don't hate it. Um, I just we'll just have to see how they're going to use him and are they actually going to you know keep him incorporated because you know. We could easily just slide Bridges and then plug P.J. Washington in uh, to the start. And I'm saying we could. I'm not saying we will. So we'll, we'll see. But I don't. I don't hate it. Like he's a he's a really nice price. Uh, we've been we've been doing some other interesting things, Stevie here, uh, with Ish Smith getting random minutes. So you know we'll we'll see how that comes up, but. Uh, all in all, I, I think Rozier's in play. He, he's got the upside here. Um, if PJ starts, I don't hate PJ at 7K, but I, I think Rozier's not the main main play for me. Yeah, and for what it's worth, um, the game for the Lakers, the Lakers and Charlotte game is about to get started here as we're recording, but McGowan's did draw the start um, in that game against the Lakers, so... I'm hoping he has a good game and draws the start again, and that would leave P.J. Washington with that second-team usage. Um, wouldn't be shocked if, like, P.J. Washington is, like, closing the halves as well with the starters. So he's just 7K now. It's such a tough price tag for him. Um, I don't mind Bridges. I don't mind Rogier. I just – we'll see, like – 
We'll see like what injury news comes out throughout the day. It's just these guys are priced kind of appropriately. I think I'm I would be more likely to take shots on some of these other guys. Uh, Cody Martin has come back and he's played 17 and 25 minutes in his first two games back. He could be someone that gets a bump as well um, with Gordon Hayward out. I just don't know if he'd play the second end of a back-to-back after coming back from injury, which could bump McGowan's and these guys up as well. Uh, The Phoenix side of this one, I mean, Phoenix should crush here. Nurkic should have a, a field day. Oh, field day, Stevie. I mean, field day. They they limited him the other night against Houston. They were up in that game. They were controlling that game pretty well. Um, but yeah, and Kevin Durant was going nuts. Well, he had Nurkic had some foul trouble in that game as well. So I I, I think this is a spot where we're definitely Nurkic, Nurkic looking at Nurkic's um, rebound props. But what are we looking at here on the DFS side? Yeah, no, I feel like Nurkic even at seventy one hundred, Stevie. Prior to him going out. We were seeing him put together a, a couple of nice fantasy performances. I don't think this price is too high because of the spot against Charlotte, so uh, I don't hate that. Kevin Durant at 10-1, I don't hate that either, but his might be the one that I feel like is slightly too high. Devin Booker, 9,600, getting a little bit of a discount. This is a spot where he could absolutely uh, pop off here. Um, we'll, you know, Like I said, we'll see if, if Beal is able to, to come back at 6,200. I would assume he wouldn't play past 25 minutes, Stevie, with all the injury stuff that's been going on with him. Um, you know, Okoji is back, I think. Yeah, Okoji will be back. Grayson Allen's been playing nice minutes, Stevie, so I wouldn't hate uh, plugging him in a few lineups as well. Your your Hornets came out against the Lakers and just started chucking threes. Um. <laughs> of course they did. Oh, there you go. All right, let's uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for the last podcast of 2023. Hope everyone has a fantastic and safe uh, New Year's New Year's Eve. We start with favorite play under 5K to go 7x. Who do you like here, Will? Stevie, we actually have some some options uh, today, and I think right off the top of my head, Stevie. Um, give me, give me Harrison Barnes against Atlanta. I'm going to go with Peyton Watson, hoping he draws another start, um, was cruising in that blowout game. So anyway, uh, I like Watson here over 8k to go under 5x. Who is your bust here? Hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give me this is a tough one, Stevie. I don't like it, but I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Julius Randle 8600, but I'm not thrilled about it. I wrote down two names. I wrote down Randall and I wrote down Maxi. Um I mean, Maxi with Embiid off the floor, huge bump in shots and usage, but 
really tough matchup against Houston. So I'm going to get away from Maxi in this spot. Uh, favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Give me... I think I'm going to go with uh, Van Vliet at 7,900. I like that call. Um, I'm going to go Sabonis. I, oh, yeah. I uh, listen. I love Sabonis in this spot. Um, you're going to, you're going to hear him again in a second too. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I don't know how weird this is going to be, Stevie. How much, how much ownership uh, do you think we get on a guy like Tari Eason? It depends. I, I mean, with Jabari Smith out, I think Eason could be popular. So that's not that's not going to be weird enough. Give me nah, Terry. Uh, give me Terry Rozier, eighty seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I, I just I think Eason is a fantastic play. I just think that he's going to get um, some ownership here. I'm hoping that my let's get rid of GPP play just kind of goes overlooked because of his price. But give me Jared Allen, who's just been absolutely smashing here. $7,900, $600 price increase um, like Jared Allen here. Uh, any bets or pick and plays that you like here to end 2023? Uh I got it, man. I don't know where where Trey is going to come in at. I feel like he's going to come in at more than ten and a half assists this time. Like if he comes at 10 eleven and a half, and a half. you know what? I, I, let's get frosty. I, I'm taking the over here. Over yeah. eleven and a half. I like it. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. I already bet this. Um, I don't know if it's up on Prize Picks or any of the Pick'em sites, but I'm going to go. Sabonis over 42 and a half points, rebounds, and assists on this slate. I love this spot for Sabonis. He's been absolutely crushing and gets one of the best matchups in the NBA. So give me Sabonis over 42 and a half points, rebounds, assists. That wraps it up for 2023. We're back. We should have a podcast on New Year's Day. I know there's a big NBA slate, so we should have something up. It might be just me going solo with no YouTube. Um, but hope everyone has a fantastic weekend back on Monday or Tuesday. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.